enough numerology okay. for tonight. Thanks, Wait, Lainey. What's mine? Now Lainey has to admit that she doesn't know your birthday. <laughs> it's February 26th. I knew it was early in the year. <laughs> February 26th. Okay, so then you're Pisces? <laughs> what year? Happy birthday. 90. Forget oh. biology. <laughs> I'm just going to sit on a numerology calculator forever. All right, everybody. This is Princess and Another Podcast. And today's um, embarrassing story comes from Lainey yet again. Lainey. It happened just now. <laughs> she <laughs> She revealed that she has a, she she's very interested in numerology, and um, she's currently going on the STEM um, you know like the STEM field track. So she's this is a smart person. Um, she's just revealed to us that she cannot keep the numbers ten and seventeen straight. She mixes them up constantly, and I guess it's not so much an embarrassing moment as it is she just like re- she just dragged herself. I feel like. <laughs> I By also... revealing that she, you know, is <clears throat> apparently, what well, I mean, I don't even know what the word for that would be. It's like a weird special. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just embarrassing. <laughs> it's like a weird special sort of like very selective. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Dyslexia. Yes. <laughs> it's I... like a really specific form of, like a like a like a dumber cousin of dyslexia. <laughs> Where it's only these two numbers. Where it's just these two numbers that you can't keep straight. I also apparently can't keep 16 and 15 straight. Less, much less because, understandable than dyslexia. Because I filled out number 16 podcast outline when we're doing number 15 tonight. Yeah. So that's fun. Lady yeah. can't count either. Oh, speaking of which. I, I know. calculus, but I can't count. Oh, wow. Dabs. <laughs> So we have never had um, a set schedule for this podcast. Our goal was to try to do two episodes a month because that sounded reasonable to everybody involved. And apparently it wasn't because (laughs) we're approaching about a year since we started recording. It'll be a year next month. And this is episode 15. Oh my god. So we obviously didn't average two episodes a month. (laughs) We didn't even average one episode a month. (laughs) Yes, we did. You're not. Jensen can't count either. (laughs) Okay, no. Never mind. Jensen's 12 months. Jensen. So we got more than one episode a month. Okay. It's not perfectly one episode a month. It's slightly more. That's okay, though. That's better. I am changing our embarrassing moment from Lainey's <laughs> misunderstanding of numbers to Jensen's. <laughs> Jensen just has her face in her hands. She's just weeping. <laughs> so, Erin. <laughs> tapping her phone like an idiot. <laughs> what do we do? Like, it's okay. Would you just share when shut it down and start it up again? Turn it off and on again, like in skyscraper. <laughs> I almost typed episode sixteen oh, no. again. <laughs> oh, hey, it worked. <laughs> skyscraper. How dare skyscraper you saved her. Okay. So, Erin, oh, you have a new video game companion in your life. <laughs> <laughs> right as she opens her mouth to yawn. We had just managed to cure Elsa's antacids. <laughs> take one. I don't know why that worked, but it did. Wait, Only you're what? not supposed to take more than like 
I think six in a day or something. What will it kill you? I don't know. It's will just it make your stomach, stomach acid too basic? <laughs> stomach acid. I just pictured she's a basic white <laughs> personality is on her phone. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you take more than six antacids, then you grow blonde hair and you're always on your phone, but only in your stomach. Because <laughs> you're basic. <laughs> as you but i was laughing too hard <clears throat> sorry okay so i swear this is a video game podcast <laughs> and we're reevaluating our goals after a year of recording we're gonna just do one episode a month for now for now and we might try to go back to two if we can <clears throat> if we can get it together um <laughs> that's not gonna happen <laughs> anyway uh so because this is a video game podcast let's go back to the video game question that i posed to aaron <laughs> how about yes that sounds good okay so i don't even know how many months on the podcast i've been talking about control but it is (laughs) so good you guys oh my gosh like it's it's really surreal and mysterious like you're you find yourself in this weird government building with all kinds of just bizarre things going on like you, you walk in and there are like people just suspended in midair like above their desks and like the like out is it hannah abbott and harry potter who get suspended kind of like that but it, she's yeah. not they're not like screaming they're just like suspended and unconscious and just, i just i just barely realized I think it's that that's what I'm that they're not thinking moving. of every time yeah. i see it she it's, doesn't move either. She's screaming, but she's not moving. She's just like... No, no her hair is like flowing and she's kind of shivering. I'm talking about yeah. somebody who just looks like they're in suspended okay, well, animation. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. I what just realized that's what I've been thing? thinking of. Oh my God. <laughs> that would mean that the game is glitching. <laughs> Even scarier, your game is broken like your life. <laughs> Anxiety of the game. It's not even that late. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is terrible. It's okay. a long day. <laughs> so, anyway, without giving away too much of the story, um, you end up finding these weird objects like a television or a fridge and just random things Whoa. like that. I know. This game is wild, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild. But each... Each one you find gives you a different ability. Like, I think you start out with the launching ability where you can, like, grab things from around the room and just chuck them at your enemies. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. It's so much fun, especially once you upgrade it to the point where you can grab your enemies once their health is to a certain point and just huck them at their friends. <laughs> um, to, to make things specific, <clears throat> she means by telekinesis. Oh, because yeah. Because you can already grab things. Sorry. <laughs> I meant telekinesis. Aaron's like, I couldn't pick up anything till I found this strange glowing TV. <laughs> My finger bones didn't work. I feel like it was implied. We're changing the embarrassing story. No. <laughs> and we got to watch you square off against the traffic light today. Yeah. And play red light, green, green light. light. Like it I was said. an intense game of red light, green light. This game, yeah. every wild, game of red light, green light is intense. <laughs> You're playing it properly, I guess. <laughs> Lainey treats it very seriously. It is. She's like elbowing kids. <laughs> What? You think proper road safety isn't serious? Like, you moved Hux a rock at their head. <laughs> you lose. That's how I played it. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's just really weird, bizarre things like that. Like, there's one of my favorite characters is the janitor. His name is Ati, and he's Finnish. So he has these weird um, Finnish sayings that he pulls out every once in a while, and it's just like, what are you talking about, dude? And even though the whole place has gone to hell, like, that's like almost another dimension, he's just concerned with cleaning. He's just standing there cleaning, and he's like, you're going to be my assistant. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds why... like a good idea. <laughs> that way every time I see you, like, destroy a room, you come back in and it's cleaned up? Is he just going around and cleaning up after you and <laughs> fixing the walls? That would be amazing. I bet he is. Like he's pretty. He got superpowers too, but he he's using them towards cleaning. Honestly, he probably does. He's a strange dude. A does, real hero. Does he ever? <clears throat> does he ever say "kitos"? Um, it's the only word I know in Finnish. I can't remember. <laughs> he he calls you something like "perfect" or I don't remember. Oh. <clears throat> but yeah, so you can go to his little janitor's office and get cleaning assignments from him every once in a while. <laughs> clear the mold out of this room and of course it's deadly mold because it spawns these creepy mold zombie type things that Mm. shoot really powerful missiles at you and destroy your health (laughs) it's like still cleaning in the apocalypse yeah he's just like we have to keep it clean my my uh, reputation is on the line (laughs) he's still looking to get another job after this yeah Yeah. he wants a good job he wants to put this on his resume yeah like kept the place clean during the apocalypse. <laughs> I hire him. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, and like for the first few hours of the game, like the first several times I played, I was afraid to go to different rooms because you know enemies are gonna spawn and I don't know what's coming next and oh my gosh, am I gonna die? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a really good time. I'm loving it. It looks so so fun. It's amazing. So, I am, I've actually been playing kind of a lot of different games, but I am just going to talk about one. I'm going to, I'm going to leave off talking about any other game because guys, I finally beat and platinumed until dawn. (gasps) Finally. (laughs) Are you so proud of me? So proud. I'd be proud of you if you'd beaten it a year ago. (laughs) Well, I'm proud of her. Yeah, I slept on this one. Um, and you know, I really enjoyed it a lot when it came down to it. I the first time I tried to play it, I remember getting frustrated because those poor little stupid babies. They're just just, and I even I even because I had to get the platinum, I had to at least do one playthrough where I killed all of them. Mm -hmm. And um it was stupid easy. Um, because they are so dumb. <laughs> but like, but my, but initially when I played the game, you can, you know, like you can save them all and it's kind of fun to save them all because you do actually come to really like them towards the end. Although they are very stupid. Mm-hmm. Even Emily. Yeah. I mean, I actually came to really like Emily. I was telling Jensen, um, uh, the thing about Emily is that she is so unlikable as a person <laughs> until you're playing her by herself. And then she's kind of whiny, but I sort of came. <laughs> she's like, she drops her phone yeah. and it like cracks a little bit. And she's just like, <laughs> and you're like, girl, 
You were lucky to be alive. But like at the same time, she impressed me with how competent she she plays when she's on her Even own. Even when she's whining. She's like she's mm-hmm. like my favorite like I don't know. I I was thinking about this recently because I think that there's uh, I think every woman has some kind of an opinion about what level of getting help from other people they're comfortable with. And I'm sort of more on the independent side. Like I'm not going to snap at anybody for opening the door for me or something. Um, although I have snapped at somebody for snapping at me after I didn't let them open the door for me. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, dumb of them. <laughs> uh, I was like, it's not my fault you were too slow <laughs> to get to the door. <laughs> and I don't want to stand around waiting here so that you can feel better about yourself that you opened the door for a lady. Like, Seriously. that's dumb. We all have places to be. But, but like- anyway, I just kind of felt like Emily is the sort of person who obviously really likes it when people do things for her she's like me in an airplane trying to get stuff into the overhead compartments and you kind of just sit there and struggle with it till somebody comes along and helps you yes you like to feel important <laughs> sure <laughs> like that I so just trying to get my stuff in the thing so i can sit down as quickly as yeah possible. see i'm like that i just i just want to sit down also yeah. it's heavy and i don't want to do it <laughs> But Emily is the kind of person who clearly really likes other people to do things for her and she likes attention and she's that sort of person. But once she can't have any of that, once she's on her own, turns out girl's hyper competent and she's smart and like she was, it, I, it was fun to play as her. So like you you kind of, you kind of have those sorts of moments with each, with each of the characters where you kind of get to see, you know, how even if they are occasionally just, just the worst of the dumbs they are (laughs) the worst of the dumbs they are they're fun characters and i did come to really like each of them for for their like individual teenager personalities Mm -hmm. um and poorly written teenage personalities (laughs) yeah Yeah, teenage personalities as written by i'm gonna go ahead and guess men in their 50s (laughs) i mean i wouldn't say matt is off the mark he seemed pretty yeah speaking as the closest one to being a teenager at the moment. Um, you mean meaning you are an actual teenager? Yeah, I'm an actual, yeah, teenager. An actual teenager. I'm 19. I'm 19. not in high school anymore, but teenage. I was when I played until dawn. And uh, Sam, accurate. Chris, Matt. <laughs> That's what's it? his name? Rami Malek. He's not supposed to be a teenager though. He's supposed to be older than them. <clears throat> Well, he felt like a teenager. <laughs> Mostly because he was a complete idiot. Aww. That needed... He's not an idiot. He's probably the smartest one there. That needed therapy. He's just unstable. <laughs> really needed therapy. That's why. He was unstable. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him, too. Yeah. I loved all of them. And, um, yeah, so I really enjoyed it a lot. I, I think that they kind of oversold the butterfly effect thing a bit. Because um, it, it, it's... It's, eh, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen something that, something where there really were dramatic things happening because of little consequences. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that there's a few things here and there. Like apparently, uh, apparently Sam has like, a, I don't know if this is true. I just read this and, you know, it was probably Reddit or something. So, so like asterisks about the questionable accuracy of this. But apparently like, if you, if Sam gets attacked by the crow earlier on, like if she makes some kind of a choice that pisses off nature, she's really likely to die near the end. 
because mm-hmm. of some butterfly effect thing that happens early on. So, like, there's a few little things like that, maybe. But, like, I never chose those because I didn't want to piss yeah, off Yeah, that's nature. the thing, yeah. is that, like, I, I, I would have I liked to have seen them incorporate more understandable choices because like i'm not gonna throw the snowball at the bird i'm not gonna shoot the squirrel i'm not gonna do any of that you know jerky jerk face stuff <laughs> like i'm just i'm gonna try to play to the best of my abilities and there were other moments that i thought were were good like for example when sam is running you can choose to hide or you can choose to keep running a couple of times and at one point if you choose to hide then you get away and if you choose to run then you don't, you get captured. But it really doesn't change anything for the next sequence. Well, I think we should change the embarrassing moment to when me and Lainey had to help you save Jessica. And you tried it like 30 <laughs> times with us writing down each of the things so that you could hit all of them. Yeah, except it turned out that was totally unnecessary because in one of my subsequent playthroughs when I was trying to kill Jessica during that part because I needed to kill everybody so you just I messed it up a couple of, of times and it didn't matter she still survived so you guys lied to me that <laughs> was completely it never worked for me it was completely yeah. unnecessary she to do it perfect. died in Laney's and Laney only missed like one or two things yeah she died okay well she didn't die in mine and I missed a few intentionally did you take the fast the fastest ways every no. time you took, okay, so you didn't take the shortcuts either. No, I took some shortcuts and then I took one of the not shortcuts. I like mixed it up. I don't know. I, I don't know what causes I, it. I have no idea what causes it then. Because somehow she died in Laney's. It's an enigma. I'm and, never going to get her to strip down to like underwear. I, I got, know. How do you get her naked? I also got her naked. <laughs> how? You just be a gentleman and a nice I date. I was. That's it. That's I was literally the most all you have to do. Gentleman that ever gentlemaned because that's the way I like to play. Well, Mike. apparently not because Jessica took off all the clothes from me. <laughs> just saying. Why am I so and jealous? She survived. <laughs> Why am I so jealous? She survived because and- Jessica is a snack. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like to play Mike as a full-on gentleman, also action hero, wolf friend. That's how I play him. That's pretty much how he is. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you play him as a jerk. Oh, I, oh, I didn't do that. I did. I had in my playthrough where they were all gonna die anyway. I kind of tried to make them all jerks, but um, <laughs> I didn't want to. Okay, we've been talking for too long. <laughs> Jensen. So I played a lot of games. Since the last time we recorded. Um, so I finished Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, <clears throat> oh man. That game is really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta say though. I'm so frustrated by the fighting combo trophies. Have you guys seen these fighting combo trophies? They want you to get like this many combos, you know, in mm-hmm. one fight without getting hit, you know. And then there's one of them where they're like, use every single attack. Like every type of attack. And, like, you know, that includes, like, your batterings, and you got to throw an enemy, mm. and you got to do all this different stuff all in one fight without getting hit. And I was like... That's impossible. <laughs> I was like, with the PlayStation 3 controller? That's not happening. Not getting hit? <laughs> That's, like, never an option. I know. Like, okay. my The thing that I struggle with the most in Arkham Asylum was just the combat. Because that PlayStation 3 controller is like actual garbage. <laughs> it's tiny. Yeah, and it's so like plastic feeling. Yeah. And just like 
feels and, like it's just gonna crush apart. Yeah, and I like changed all the buttons on mine so that it's slightly more comfortable, but it still feels like mush when I pull the triggers. Yeah. And it's just like, <sighs> and so after a while, I just like gave up on that. I was like, you know what? Maybe someday I'll figure out how to like do that or I'll you know make friends with someone who can get it for me honestly <laughs> but for now I'm not even bothering with it the mm. person who invented the PlayStation 3 controller I'm coming for you <laughs> the person who invented the PlayStation 4 controller should die no oh wait no three <laughs> the PlayStation 4 controller is my best friend in the entire world yeah listen they are both probably just some really tired Japanese, you know, <laughs> workers who are trying their best. Wait, evidently not their best because the PlayStation 3 controller sucks. It's, it's actual garbage. <laughs> it feels like a toy I would have grown up with, you know? But, like, one of the ones that was a hand-me-down from the 80s. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, I also played Shadow of the Tomb Raider, finally. And I loved it so much. Ew, it was so fun, you guys. And um, I almost platinumed it. I just need a couple more trophies. Um, so that was really fun. Uh, overall, I think I like Rise of the Tomb Raider just a teensy bit more. But um, I think that Shadow did a lot of really great things. Specifically, like, the puzzles were extra fun in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And they had some really fun game mechanics that, like, Rise didn't have that were just like I don't know the, the the ability to like repel and like swing that was really fun it added extra dimension and whatnot um but I think my biggest problem with Shadow of the Tomb Raider was that I didn't actually see like serious combat until about 10 hours in whoa so by the time I reached that I was so bad at fighting <laughs> I was like like a big chunk of the way through the game like a third of the way through the game and now there's enemies coming at me and I just am dying constantly. I can't fight anyone. So it took me a while to get used to it. And then by the end, I was comfortable. But, oh, it took so long. It seems to me that Shadow had more of a focus on puzzles. Mm -hmm. While as Rise had more of a focus on combat. Because oh, yeah. yeah. I remember the combat in Rise was really fun. Yeah. And I don't remember a single puzzle from that game. Yeah, I don't But I remember fights. Yeah. And I remember combat and having a great time. Yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider was mostly combat and Shadow of the Tomb Raider was mostly puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, and those were the strong suits, so, you know. Yeah. But um, Rise of the Tomb Raider also had that horrendous multiplayer thing. It wasn't like full multiplayer. It was like that online thing, the, the score attack thing that I was doing a bunch while we were in Huntington. I had to run around with Lara with a big head. I didn't even concern <laughs> myself with that crap. I wanted to do it because I wanted I want to get the platinum trophy, I and don't. I only need three more trophies. You mm. let yourself get ruled by these platinums. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> so then I also played Saints Row Two for the second time. Yes. Um, well, I played it a lot, but I've only beaten it twice now. And I beat it in the matter in a matter of like three days because that cheats. game, yeah, that game is buggy <laughs> as hell. So I use cheats because I don't know if it's just my copy on PlayStation 3 or if it's the game itself 
Or if my PlayStation is a problem. I, I think it might be the PlayStation. I, we tried no, it in Lane's we and tried it wasn't working get, either. It doesn't work at all know. on mine. It just never loads. It's so frustrating, though. The reason I'm going to suggest that it's your PlayStation 3 is because every time I try to play a game on your PlayStation 3, it has a problem regardless of the game. That's true. I mean, Jensen's PlayStation 3 is pretty crappy. Oh, it is pretty crappy. Um, it's like one of the first generation ones. It doesn't even have backwards compatibility. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my PlayStation 3, is, I think, is pretty nice. Generally works yeah, most nice of the time. One. But I think it's like a double effort on yours with the copy and the PlayStation. Yeah. But the copy just doesn't work on it's, mine at all. But it, like, the sound just, like, stops working just randomly. And then that'll cause all kinds of other problems because sometimes the sound isn't working and so it causes the um, movie scenes to not finish. And then it like causes a bug where I'm stuck in this weird limbo where I have control of my character but no nothing's happening and I can't like go anywhere or do anything. And then I just have to restart it. And when I save, if the sound isn't working, it'll take like 20 minutes to save. And it just, it made beating it such a chore. So I just did the main game, just the main storyline, and as much of the extra stuff as I needed to be able to continue the main storyline, and I used all the cheats. Like, I was, I had, like, Never Die, Endless Clip, Infinite Ammo, <laughs> Infinite Sprint. I would repair my car every time I got even a tiny bit of damage on it. And it made the, the gameplay easy, but it was still suffering from bugs yeah. big time. I didn't hear half of the conversations in the whole game. And the sound was just off. It's really a shame because that game is it's so really good. good. It's really good. And the dialogue is all really clever and the story is really fun. And like, it was just, it was really too bad. I had to have the subtitles on and just play in awkward silence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the whole time. Yeah. But I got through it. Now I'm on a three. And that's fun. Um... And then I played Spyro, because I got that for my birthday. And I played and platinumed the first the first one in the trilogy. So that was really great. No. Spyro is so much fun. It He's is. so cute. He's like a little puppy cat no. thing. <laughs> what? You forgot. Um story. Christian's story. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um so last last episode we talked about um how we talked about songs and games and we mentioned how there's an Aquabat song in the first Saints Row, mm -hmm. and it's Hey Look, I'm a Winner. Um, and so I decided to ask Christian, our cousin, who's the lead singer of the Aquabats, about that when we saw him uh, in Huntington. And he didn't actually know that <laughs> the song was used in the game. And he might have just forgotten. He said he could have just forgotten, but he didn't realize that it was there. And so he's like, I'm going to check on that and see if there's some royalties we're missing. Yeah. <laughs> So, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also... It's so funny, though. Come on. He was like... I was just like, oh, yeah, and I like, I loved that song that was in the first, first Saints Row. And he was just like, there's a... One of our songs is in Saints Row? <laughs> so funny. Uh, not rickshaws. Surprisingly. No, surprisingly, yeah. no. Which is exactly what we said in the last episode, and we're not going to get back into it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You guys said it so many times, I had to edit a couple out. I still just can't believe it. Okay. <laughs> all right, and so that's that's basically all I played. It was a lot. And, like, I could go on forever, but I shouldn't. Please don't. I've already gone on for, like, nine minutes. <laughs> Please someone stop me. Lainey, what have you played? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... 
30 minutes into the podcast, Lainey introduces herself. <laughs> she just comes to Lainey's turn and she's, hello. <laughs> I don't understand talking anymore. Okay. Um, I've been playing Far Cry New Dawn because finally I beat Far Cry 5 and so Far Cry New Dawn is the next one and it kind of directly ties into the last one so I was actually kind of excited to play it um and I started playing it because Jensen wanted help with some of the things in co-op and then I realized it was actually really fun and so I've been playing that um and it's been a great time I actually really like the story um, I have to say, I don't love the villains as much. They're, the villains, it's like, I kind of want to join them. Yeah, I kind of want to be their friend. That's the thing. Just the thing is, is that it's I'm like, like, if you guys weren't threatening children, I'd probably join you. Yeah. Well, it's like, they basically just run a gang of 2019 rave kids plus Mad Max people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I kind of really want to join you guys but you're threatening children so maybe not yeah. um but also i think the apocalypse in this game is really fun mm -hmm. like it's just beautiful and bright and all the the animals are white and really powerful for some reason and the 2019 kids have taken over and yeah it's just really nice and it's mostly pink so yeah <laughs> pink mm, is a, a great very, color very pink apocalypse it's a very pink apocalypse Love yeah, pink. yeah. Mm -hmm. Jensen. Aaron would love it. It, mm -hmm. was, it. It's perfect for Aaron. You should play <laughs> it's it. It's her though. color all over the place. <laughs> what? Which apocalypse do you relate to the most? Oh, um. Are you asking me a question that I should already know the answer to? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. Or the Dark Crystal. <laughs> Let's not start that yet. <laughs> Um, okay. My next Lainey's game... face was like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> My next game, I pre-ordered and picked up Man of Medan. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really enjoying it. It feels enough like Until Dawn that I'm enjoying it, but not too much like Until Dawn that I feel like it's a copy, which is really great. Um, the characters you're playing as are older, but not wiser <laughs> in any way. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, the atmosphere is, like, way different. I would have to say I prefer Until Dawn's atmosphere because I like that feeling of the cold, isolated wood, but there is something about madness at sea that's quite fun, so I am excited for that. Um, I've only played a couple hours because I'm already really afraid I'm going to lose these people. They're like, they're these dumb potatoes, but I want to keep them safe. Even the ones that, like, totally screwed me over. It's fine. Um, yeah. Elsa, when did you find yourself on a vessel haunted by the souls of the damned? So, as many of you know, I'm a huge opera fan. I never shut up about how much I love opera. <laughs> And it just so happens that I had the privilege of spending my formative years on the Dutchman, which we'll all know is a very famous haunted vessel from one of my favorite operas. Yeah. And I will say that I did not leave the crew on the best of terms, mm. but I wish them well. Okay. Be the bigger man. Okay. Um, and when you first started, before you said you were on the Dutchman, I was thinking, is she recounting the plot to Ghost Ship? <laughs> 
Because that's a great opera of our generation. <laughs> a great opera of our generation. Okay. Um, okay. Lastly, I went back to Skyrim recently because I'm never going to say goodbye to Skyrim. It. I always come back to it. It's a toxic relationship, but I need it in my life for some reason. Um, Skyrim is beautiful. It's also really fun because I get to be as evil as I want with, like, zero consequences or empathy or feeling bad, you know. It's just great to go out and murder people and, like, not have to worry about anything. You should watch Westworld. I don't want to. <laughs> I was... Good choice, Lainey. Facetious. You, you, you shouldn't watch it. it I don't think I need that many beepuses in my life. Yeah, it's a lot of beepuses. I don't need them, you know? And um, a lot of boobies. Those are okay. <laughs> um, a lot of naked. <laughs> so, um, just today I finished off the Dawn Guard quest line for the second time, but I did it from the vampire perspective because the first time I did it, I was working with the Dawn Guard. So, this time uh, I finished the Dawn Guard quest line without joining the dawn guard <laughs> it was super great what? i just basically went full evil with it and then killed harkin and took his place nice so that's fun <laughs> um aaron remember when a cult of vampires tried to initiate you into their secret society oh my gosh you guys they came at me with sweet rules they're like if you join <laughs> our club and they were wearing like pink cloaks and being all happy and like yeah we love pink would draw in. yeah we love sweet rolls and we love kittens and puppies and you'll have such a good time and i get there and it's all blood drinking and black cloaks <laughs> and probably some dead dogs so everywhere just a total bait and switch and yeah then, and totally. then the police showed up and you found out they weren't even <laughs> We were just saying, yeah. it. it was a weird You're a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah, some guy tried to drink my blood, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I noped right out of there. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> okay, so the topic of this episode is thoughts on superhero video games. So we're basically just talking about superhero video games, like a little bit 3,000 feet, but also a little bit in specifics. So Aaron, let's start with you, because you probably are the best at these. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's because you're secretly a superhero. Or she's destined to be. Oh. I knew it. <laughs> So Aaron's the only one who has any talent when it comes to playing, like regularly playing these superhero games like Arkham and, and Spider-Man Oh, well, okay. So. I don't know about the only one. I Shut up, Jensen. <laughs> yeah. You're okay. No. Oh, oh, yeah, Jensen, you're good. You're really <laughs> Shut good. up. Patronize me. <laughs> Have a sweet roll. Come on, guys. She's not dumb enough that you can outrightly lie to her. You have to be a little more secret. <laughs> Anyway, Aaron, what are your thoughts on the video game genre of... Vi I mean, what? No. The video game <laughs> genre. What are your thoughts on the superhero genre within video games? Ooh. Okay, so until the Arkham series, um, there really weren't any amazing superhero games that I know of. Um, but I know... So... When I got my PlayStation, I was introduced to the infamous game series, and I think they're 
great as a non-traditional look at superheroes. Um, and I'm super stoked that um, quality superhero games are finally taking off. Like, there was a lot of time between Arkham Knight and Spider-Man, but it looks like they're picking up momentum because we've got Marvel's Avengers right around the corner. Mm. Um, and I imagine we'll have a Spider-Man sequel sometime soon, hopefully pretty soon because mm-hmm. i haven't heard anything about it but hopefully you get to play as miles yeah that would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> i'm just looking forward to more and more super video game super here super video games. <laughs> i'm looking forward to more and more superhero video games because they are like probably my favorite one of my favorite genres right now mm-hmm. yeah i i would say um kind of going along with what you said i think that they're weirdly unexplored it seems like it's such a rich area to come up with game concepts and mechanics there's like there's nothing in the genre like there's not much but there's a lot of potential exactly Mm -hmm. you see little smatterings of it like here and there in games and to the point that i am a little confused that we don't see it more often and maybe that's why maybe it's because on some level that potential kind of gets spread across all genre video games. You're almost always playing as a character that's more physically capable of things than you are personally. Mm. Um, Unless you're playing something like Get Over It, in which case, like, (laughs) the whole point is that you suck. Um, (laughs) But, like, you know, generally you're kind of overpowered. Um, But I still think that, like, there's something fun about the plot ideas and the sort of tropes that go along with superheroes. And, you know, there's some fun things that you could do with that mechanically. Like, we have the Arkham games, we have Spider-Man and and Infamous and some others. But if I'm being completely honest, when I feel like playing a video game as a superhero, my first choice is Saints Row. Yeah. Still. Um, because... It's, like, the closest you can get. Yeah. Slapstick. I mean, besides, like, you know, Spider-Man and and Batman, it's the closest mm. you can get to playing as, like, your own original superhero. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's slapstick and fun, and you get to play as your own character, like, your new character. Which we're kind of going to get into that a little bit, mm-hmm. because I think that some of the fun of, of superheroes is that really high level of customization mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Like, if, I think if they... That, that's one of those unexplored options. But then just... One last kind of little thought that I had is just I I want to just mention Injustice because I feel like you have to mention it, but I don't really feel like that even counts no, because it it's basically just a fighting game it's and it's like not even game. a very yeah, good fighting it's game. It's more like mm. it's closer to like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter than it is to anything superhero. And yeah. there are better fighting games. I played it once <laughs> and uh, I've played better fighting games. So In any case, I would really love to see something like Infamous. They have the evil route, but, you know, Jensen already told us all about why it kind of fails. Well, and it's just a little bit too. Yeah. Like beard tw- or mustache twisty evil yeah do you ever get to tie somebody down on train tracks now you can do that in red dead redemption though oh. <laughs> that game is made for me and you can grow a mustache Ooh. yeah can i well it? probably yes. <laughs> in any case i'd like to see uh i mean i know that bioware is now is, is basically a, a shell of itself at this point which is i'm sorry Maybe... i need dragon Blade 4 to bring it back well anyway just hilarious. I would love I would love to see I would love to see the sort of Mass Effect or Dragon Age style approach to like a superhero world. I think that would be great and I think it would especially be great with all of the moral choices. Yeah. Um well, 
honestly, when I first heard info about Anthem, when like we heard little bits about how they had a new IP and whatnot, my very first thought was they're going to make a superhero RPG because there aren't really a lot of superhero RPGs and I felt like Bioware would be able to do a great job at it. But they just, there really aren't a lot of superhero games, like Elsa mm-hmm. was saying. And the closest thing we have, like the only real superhero RPG I can think of is South Park, The Fractured Butthole. It's yeah. like, <laughs> you get to make your own superhero. <laughs> and although you're a little kid, like running around playing pretend basically and pretending to be a superhero and fighting against your friends. And there's still things like Legos that are supposed to be lava and whatnot. It's still the closest thing you can get to like a really feeling like you're playing a superhero RPG. You know? That one's really fun. It's really fun. Like, weirdly enough, you do get to create your own character. And I actually really enjoyed the character I created to the point that I, like, I drew them. Yeah. Which means that I'm, like, legit yeah. connected to it if I drew this character. And she was awesome. She was yeah. so cool. And she had fire abilities. She was a blaster. Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is so fun. Yeah, I, I also became really, really attached to my character. And I got to the point where I decided I didn't want it. I didn't want my character to just end with South Park. And I kind of came up with my own theory about what happened to my character. And I've decided that the South Park games are prequels to Saints Row. (laughs) So your character grows up in Colorado, hanging out with the, the South Park kids. And then he or she moves away to Stillwater, joins the Saints and becomes the leader of the Saints. And then becomes president. <laughs> I do like the idea of of douchebag from the South Park games growing up and becoming an actual crime lord. <laughs> yes, yes. And so that's what I've been doing with this most recent playthrough. That's why I played the second game again is because I've got my character from, from South Park who I have named Sam. She's a sweet Polly Oliver. All the boys in the chat thought she was a boy for years and then <laughs> I continued that through the first Saints Row and then I had her start to like you know, present a little more feminine in the later ones. And now in the third one, she's quite feminine, but she's still Sam. Well, okay. Hmm. Fairly. She's androgynous. She occasionally wears with lipstick. more like <laughs> feminine clothing. Yeah. She wears full face and makeup now. Yeah. She didn't in, in she didn't, barely did on, in the second one. And, you know, obviously didn't at all in and the she first sort one because they don't give you that option. She sort of goes for more of like a chic lesbian look. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Nice. But, Which, yeah. great look. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, got a little off topic. But basically, <laughs> basically, there need to be some superhero RPGs besides just South Park. And Saints Row is one of the best examples of a superhero game, in my opinion. I know we've got Spider-Man, we got Batman, and we've got Infamous. But... I, they don't give you the kind of freedom that I'm looking for in a superhero yeah, game. Yeah, I, I totally mm. agree. And personally, I feel like the superhero genre is untapped when it comes to video games. Yeah. It is very tapped when it comes to films and TV shows. <laughs> yes, no more I'm tired of it. <laughs> I think it would be really fun for games, though, because it creates fun game mechanics and fun storylines to play out when you're actually in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, just... Come on, somebody make a superhero game. Yeah. That it might be like a full on 
new story, yeah. new character. That's what I want. Which would be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, WB canceled the Arkham Knight sequel. Thoughts? Aaron? <sighs> so upset. <laughs> I mean, I had nothing to tide over my desire for another awesome superhero game until Spider-Man came out. Like I said, that was a few years between the two games. Um, but I can't say I'm super disappointed that they abandoned the whole Damian Wayne as the protagonist. Um, he's a bit more emo than Bruce Wayne, Batman, plus he kills people. <laughs> And I know some people have a lot of guff with the fact that Batman doesn't kill people. Whoa, wait. Wait, I'm confused. More emo than Batman? Wait, I'm confused. Mm. I'm confused. Damian Wayne was going to be the protagonist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Arkham Knight. That's who he is? He's Bruce Wayne's son and he becomes Batman. But I hadn't finished. Arkham Knight. Oh, no, I mean, Jensen. I'm confused. What is this? What are we talking about? We're, we're just talking about comic book canon, and they're, yeah. that's oh, not wait. a spoiler for okay. Arkham who's, Knight. I wait, promise. if like, Bruce Wayne's the father, who's the mother? Talia, Talia was Damien's mother, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Or was it Selena Kyle? No, Selena Kyle, and, Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne had Helena. Oh, yeah, that's right. Came Helena Huntress. Wayne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I know Huntress. My mom was trying to make some kind of a point the other day, and she, and I don't remember what it was about, but she basically just was like, well, and Bruce Wayne didn't have any children, and I was like, yeah, I did. Comic. He had three. And he was like, well, who's the mother? And I was like, three different mothers. And he was just like, <laughs> and she was just like, ah, Bruce. Superhero. <laughs> it is superhero comics. Those are like soap operas, but people yeah. have superpowers. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> but anyway, I, I briefly want to defend my stance on why it's fine that Batman doesn't kill people. Um, my first reason is that he has a very dark side, and if he crosses that line, like, everyone is screwed. Um, so like I said, I'm just going through this really quickly. My second reason is he's already a, um, what do you call that, um, when they're, <laughs> the word? Pacifist. No, when they're a hero, but they're not supposed, they An don't have anti-hero. No. no, no, not anti. They don't have the authority. Oh, vigilante. oh, vigilante. Yes. Okay. So Batman's already a vigilante, and the only reason he's able to do what he's able to do is because Commissioner Gordon is totally cool with it. Our boy. Yeah. If he started killing people, I don't think Commissioner Gordon would. Be. Yeah. Just keep like if, him do if it. he started killing people, like he's already crossed the line by being a vigilante. But like deciding whether people live or die, like that would just be like the final. So, straw yeah, that would break. I guess he's just <laughs> setting up reasonable boundaries. Yeah. I was one of those 12-year-old edge lords who was like, why don't you just kill people? It's so much easier. I'm like, gosh, yeah. bro. And if you want to blame someone for the Joker continuously killing tons of people, blame the state because they should have probably, yeah, anyway. They should have been better at what they're doing. Yeah. Come on, Gotham, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what I would love to see... Um, instead would be Batman Beyond. So the futuristic Batman. Yeah. And, like, it's you've already got A boy cool... Terry. Yeah. yeah. Terry McGinnis. You've already <laughs> got cool bat tech already, but then take it to the future and it's going to be even cooler and you're going to have 
new skill sets and new ways of moving around the city and like Fun futuristic aesthetic. yeah futuristic mm-hmm. gotham is wild yeah so i would love to see that that sounds fun um and i i yeah just ditto everything i don't know that i really have much to i don't really know that i have much to add besides just that you kind of i i feel like as gamers we sort of get used to last minute cancellations or and now they announce these big exciting things and then you know a while later you don't hear anything you don't hear anything and then the next thing you hear is just kidding yeah. essentially mm-hmm. like They're you like- kind of get used to it but it's a li- it stings a bit more when it's one of these more established franchises. Yeah, it's already been successful. Yeah, it's like, like, why can't you just work this out, guys? Mm-hmm. This project isn't science fiction. It's science fact. And then they're like, this project is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am really, really excited by the idea of a, a Terry McGinnis um protagonist mm-hmm. in like a in like a batman beyond s world that would be wonderful mm-hmm. um so clearly this is the first i'm hearing of this and i'm <laughs> devastated <laughs> i really like the batman games i didn't know there was even possibility for more the vr game kind of made it seem like they were like we're done mm-hmm. so there was possibility that they were going to continue yeah mm-hmm. and now they're not yeah I'm furious. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I apologize because I was not paying attention whatsoever and I never played any of the Batman games except for the VR game once. And it was really fun because I got to be six foot four. <laughs> but I did not know about this project, nor did I know that it was canceled. And I don't, I didn't have that much of an attachment to it. I'm really sorry for you guys, though. It probably would have been a really great game. I'm sorry. It probably would have been so fun. It would have been fun. Plus, I do like Batman. it would have had more impossible, annoying trophies for me to hate myself over not being able to get. (laughs) No. That is the only thing I would not miss. (laughs) Okay. So, we're all basically in agreement that, you know, Arkham, Spider-Man, that's been kind of some of the best ones that we've seen so far. Mm -hmm. But now, now, we're going to enlighten... um, the audience with some critique so you all have to think of some some ways that those that those games could be improved so Aaron mm-hmm. well first of all you can say what you work what you think works about them oh, okay. but um <laughs> but yeah let's let's also do some improvements okay so what works about I'm just gonna clump them in together um they have great storylines some really gripping side missions the flow of the combat is really smooth, um, and the overall feel that you are Batman or Spider-Man, or Catwoman, or Harley Quinn, or Robin, or Nightwing, um, which is another great thing about the Arkham games. They let you play as the other characters, and even some of the villains and um, anti-heroes. And I so wish I could have played as Black Cat and Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you guys. I thought that would be coming with the Black Cat DLC but no, oh, it didn't. It's not? No, I was so disappointed. That's what I was expecting when I saw it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. Like you, there'd be at least like a level or two. Yeah, like you get to work alongside her Spider-Man, but you don't get to play as her. Yeah, so they better do that in the next game. Yeah. Or else I'm going to be very disappointed. And you already know I hated playing as Mary Jane. Playing as Miles wasn't as bad, but still, I just wanted to be Spider-Man because it was so much fun Mm -hmm. instead of sneaking around and feeling helpless and, oh, if you get caught, game over. Like, yeah, it it wasn't great. 
Um, it's more fun that when you know you get caught and you can just kick the crap out of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And as far as yeah, I don't really have many other critiques. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that they. I mean, they're clearly kind of the standard right now. But the one thing that I would say, I, where I feel like there's definitely some room for improvement. Um, I mean, there was some stuff in, I think I remembered, I, I like rewrote the last couple of scenes in the Spider-Man game <laughs> out loud to you because yeah. I, can't, I couldn't stop myself. Yeah. Um, but like, aside from stuff like that, that's just basically like, I want to be able to edit these scripts. Um, besides that, I would say that I couldn't help but think a little bit about the really intense level of like bespoke um custom bespoke stuff that you see in a game like Shenmue where mm. I mean I know that it doesn't hold up today <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's I'm not I'm not defending well, forklift operation know. mechanics or they remastered it and it's coming out in like two months yeah I know but like so we'll see I guess we'll see if it holds up, up. <laughs> that's true we will see but I mean like if you're playing the original game but the thing about that game that I find so impressive was that every single character that they created was unique they had like patterns and they had lights and they had personalities and they had Dang their it. own little special things that they did this is what i was gonna say <laughs> oh well yeah i was gonna say that the thing that kind of pulled me out of it um in particular with spider-man was just the the recurring characters in the street and i know that on a certain level that's completely unavoidable because you're talking about uh, all of new york and it's this huge scale and what laney I, I just want to say, I just want to say that my one, the one thing I did notice with Spider-Man is that the people in the streets, it felt like Saints Row, which is a problem because Saints Row, they make those people specifically like personality lists so that you don't feel bad if you run them over with a car. Yeah. And that's the problem. You need to feel something for these people because you're saving them. And they were able to do that with Skyrim where you're like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might, might be, I'm just a sociopath or whatever. But sometimes <laughs> I feel bad. Sometimes I get connected to a character in Skyrim. I don't want them to die. Yeah, I mm. think that every everybody in that game who was really unique and who had a unique character design, they almost all had some kind of a side quest or something associated with mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. To well, like, kind of, and I don't think... I don't think that they should be doing it just for the sake of the actual gameplay. I think that some of it should be done for the sake of atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And that means, you know, that means basically letting your creative people come up with designs and characters that are going to get overlooked by a lot of gamers. Well, but like, the ones who don't overlook it, it's going to make it that mm -hmm. much more special. And like, that's a better experience. Look at Skyrim with, um, is it Adriana Vici or whatever? She's my favorite yeah. random character. And she's just the blacksmith in Whiterun. And I feel like she's very compelling in that she's been trying to prove herself as one of the best blacksmiths mm -hmm. in Skyrim, but she's still overlooked by everybody else because you've got uh, Yorlin Greymane or whatever, and she's trying to prove herself to her father too. Like, she's just, like, compelling, and she's barely in it. Mm -hmm. The only thing that you have to do, like, story-wise, quest-wise, is that you can go and talk to her, and she's like, oh, make me a dagger. Now yeah. sharpen it. You've got some skills. She died in one of my playthroughs when I was on PC, and I immediately looked up how to resurrect people and, like, went looking for her grave. Yeah. I was like, like, I don't remember if I actually managed to find it and resurrect her. I think I did. Is that a PC but thing? Yeah, specifically? you can do that. Yeah, you can yeah, do that. It's a cheat. It's oh. cheats. Console commands. That's cool. Yeah. I agree, though. It's, it's harder to get attached to citizens 
and stuff when they're all the same people just with slightly different colored shirts <laughs> yeah and so i just didn't care i'd like land on top of someone as spider-man <laughs> and i'm just like screw you person <laughs> yeah and i feel like especially in that game you should care like yeah. it's new york it's your city you love it mm. and uh it would help make it would help hammer that home you know and yeah. maybe even so like i'm actually thinking immediately of the um first spider-man movie with tom holland where like when he's out and about as just Peter Parker, he knows the people yeah. on the streets. Like he's mm. going, he's talking to them. So like that creates that level of personalization where you like you feel something for these yeah. rando side characters. And I feel like you need to do that even more with a video game because you're like this overpowered god among well, ants, and you're interacting <laughs> with them in a way where you're actually going to affect them, even if it's yeah. just knocking them over when you like, yeah, when you dive from a building and roll right. onto the I sidewalk. I want to feel bad about doing that because <laughs> yeah. I did that a couple times in the game, and I was just like, <laughs> I constantly do that, and it makes me laugh. So they're like, oh my god, exactly. And it, I think it would add that extra level to the game. If they, if they, I don't know, if they, if they made it so that you kind of had to be more careful about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and like watch where you were going. And, and, um, I did not feel the need to do that at all. I was totally fine with just, you know, bowling <laughs> for citizens. Yeah. <laughs> um, so first off I was wrong. Shenmue one and two had their re-release last month Wait, and three seriously? comes out in November. I just looked this up. I didn't think they were out yet. That's what I'd said when I just looked it up just now. <sighs> I wanted <laughs> okay. to be sure and I found out I was wrong. <laughs> um, okay, for me, I think that the best part of Spider-Man is the mechanics and the best part of the Batman games are the puzzles. And I feel like both of those do a really good job of like making you feel like those heroes. Mm-hmm. Um I think where they're lacking is the opposites because <laughs> I mean Batman when you when you like get the combos right you do feel like Batman mm-hmm. but there's something about the combat that it doesn't click for me and instead I just I just feel stupid you know mm-hmm. I get my butt handed to me by these little goons yeah. you know and I'm like okay what is not working in this because mm. when I play Spider-Man I crush people. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me a little while to get, get like, to where you're at, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron's in <laughs> god tier with Spider-Man. It took me a long time to get to the point where I was, like, I felt like I was really doing well. But once I got it, I just felt so good. And mm-hmm. I felt like Spider-Man when I was finding people. Yeah. But then when it came to the puzzles, a lot of it was really easy, like, mm. simple stuff in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they need to take a lesson from each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, though, my biggest critique would be that I just want to play as an original character. Yeah. <laughs> I know that that uh, is not really... That's not a real critique. That's not a real critique, <laughs> because it's basically, like, fundamentally changed the games. Yeah. But... It's like saying, uh, what's the key to safe sex? Abstinence. Yeah. I know, but it's still... It's like, still... go home, Linda. <laughs> but it's still... I just really want to play a superhero game as my own superhero. And mm. not just South Park or Saints Row. I already gave my piece. Oh. Um, I just don't play very many games like this, but um, I do like the puzzles aspect the most. Mm-hmm. And... That's the thing that you can see a lot in superhero games, at yeah. least with Batman or Spider-Man, where part of it is, like, trying to solve a mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I really love. You know what I'd love? 
if they had some puzzles, like, okay, it'd be hard to fit this in to um, the games and have it make sense in, like, a New York setting, but the way that puzzles in the Tomb Raider games, sometimes you've got these huge things, gigantic mechanisms and statues and whatnot, and you've got to, like, climb up onto this thing and do this thing, and then it moves this whole big arm, whatever. Something like that, but, like, as Spider-Man would be really fun. Like, okay, think about in... Um, uh into the spider-verse is that what it's called mm -hmm. yes <laughs> into the spider-verse when peter has to get up to put the goober into the thing mm -hmm. and he does this whole weird thing to get up there and then miles has to do the same thing when it's all broken apart and everything's floating around mm -hmm. something like that would Miraculous be really ladybug? fun <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> no, she is like special ladybug vision, and her yeah. power is that um she like she uses her lucky charm and it gives her an item that'll help her defeat the villain through like a really weird obscure way. <laughs> and the way that she figures it out is that she looks around and like the pieces of the puzzle light up in red and black polka dots, and then she uses <laughs> them. <God>. To, like, <laughs> So Lainey wants a Miraculous Ladybug video game. Honestly, I would too. Actually, that would be really fun. <laughs> okay. The be... fun thing about Miraculous Ladybug, too, is that it's all about, like, the disguise aspect. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like you don't get into that as much. Yeah, disguise isn't really a thing that you have to worry about in current superhero games. That's something that would be part. fun to, like, do something with. That's not something they address in any of them. The Having to keep your disguise. Right. What if that was a thing that you actually had to worry about? That would be interesting. And there's that famous quote about, like, give a man a mask and you will know who he truly is. Like, that's so in. Like, come on, explore this. <laughs> These are the things I want to see in, in superhero video games, but, like, we never get them. It's mostly yeah. just, like, now punch some people. <laughs> Go punch this thing. Now punch, punch this other thing. <laughs> now punch this thing really hard. <laughs> and Ooh. now you can level up. <laughs> well, Lainey, do you want to continue? So I think Jensen and Lainey have both already started to answer. Lainey, Lainey basically answered already. Well, I didn't answer with my other thing, oh. too. <laughs> Just go quick. Well, I, okay, while I would like to have the Miraculous Ladybug game, that's not going to appeal to everyone. But I remember when YouTube was still in its y earlier days. I would watch these Gotham Girls shorts on them, and it was just cute, like, little one-shots of the Poison Ivy and Harley and Batgirl and Catwoman all hanging out or, like, running into each other. And I think it would be really fun if you got a game where you just follow all four of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's what I want, man. It'd be way really fun. Yeah. But I want to switch between them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can make it, them. like, Grand Theft Auto Five. Exactly. Where Sometimes you're doing things by them, like on your own, mm -hmm. and then sometimes they have to all four come together, and you can switch between them mm -hmm. to like control them differently right. for different so, like, aspects of the mission. That starting, could be really fun. Starting out, Batgirl is going to be more on her own because she's the one with a different moral alignment than the other three, and Catwoman is always more of a loner, so they the, they would start out more alone. But Harley and Poison Ivy are like a famous duo, so they could start out sort of, like, already kind of working together, but you could make some sort of, uh, thing where they have to work together or something. That would be super Contrivance. Cool. Yeah, a contrivance. 
They have to work together now. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody make this game. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um so my first thought was Raven, and I I guess she's technically in one of the Injustice games. Um, yeah, I think in the mobile one, which I don't even oh, know man. there was a mobile one. I, I was, was like, maybe I want to play it. Yeah, I was like, just looking it up for the purpose of this question. I don't really um, want to play it on mobile. Yeah, I don't want to play it, period. I don't really want to play it at all, <laughs> but like, if Raven was in one of the ones on like on PlayStation or something, then I might actually consider mm. renting it. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see Raven with her own game because you guys know I like I thrive on the mage types and she's got a lot of like telekinetic powers and her powers are controlled by emotion so that would be an interesting mm -hmm. aspect to throw in there like you have to control your like, emotions. Like what if she was in a scary situation and she started getting scared yeah, like, and then your sanity. powers are like crazy and you have to try and like like calm her down. Mm -hmm. That would be way cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Raven's always been one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And that was your answer too, Yes, right? Aaron yeah. stole mine, so uh, <laughs> I've chosen Arm Fall Off Boy. <laughs> Actually, that could legitimately a fun, be a fun game. Like, think of it as like a little side-scroller or something, something or maybe you or have like to like throw your arms and like maybe it helps somehow. Yeah. Or it'd be like Octodad or something like that. Yeah, something like Octodad. <laughs> like a Actually, don't game. know very much about Arm Fall Off Boy. Aaron's the only person who's ever mentioned it to me. <laughs> or ever. you play as not most... even 100% sure he's real. <laughs> or you no, play as the most OP superhero ever, Squirrel Girl, who is canonically more powerful than Thanos. <laughs> That could be fun too. Yes. But I just feel like an arm fall off boy, it's it's past due, you know? Like yeah. why haven't we seen any arm fall off he boy representation? Like a game. <laughs> he needs his moment in the spotlight. Dang it. I'm gonna look him up so I can see what he looks like. Okay, while you're doing that, I'll give my answer, which is I would really like to see I mean I know that there have been Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, but I would love to see a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game where you are basically rotating between different the different characters to play as and I would like to see it with a really sophisticated fighting system where they each one has an individual style depending on their weapons and you could easily do like a tutorial level where you're playing a splinter and you can do everything that any of the characters can do so you can kind of get used to them and then you have to go back and like level up as each of the characters mm -hmm. and I just think it would be really fun that would be really fun especially if like there are levels of April and yeah, What's you could have Lebros, Aprils, and Casey. Mm -hmm. Casey, really, really fun. Yeah, Casey. I, I love, I love that, but I would definitely want it to be emphasis on the fighting. Mm -hmm. Or imagine it like a bit like um, you may have already said this, but imagine like Devil May Cry, where you could like play through the whole game as like one character and then play through it as another character mm. and another character, which I've heard you can do on Devil May Cry, but. I have not actually seen evidence of it. <laughs> just looked at the trophies yeah. and it made it sound like you could do that. No, there's just different levels you can play. Yeah. Okay, well. I, I guess the closest to that would be Devil May Cry 2. Because you can play through as Dante and then as um, the one girl. But that would be cool if you could play through as like each one individually and like unlock different things depending on which one you're playing as. Mm -hmm. That would be yeah. awesome. That would be cool. Uh, I found a picture of Arm Fall Off Boy, and uh, I like this one where he's holding his arm and flipping off the people behind him <laughs> with the arm that has fallen off. 
<laughs> what That's a legend. <laughs> American hero. His costume is wild. <laughs> what the hell is he wearing? Is it just a purple leotard? <laughs> yeah, it's just a purple leotard with some like weird Circles. pink tights. This boy knows how to live. <laughs> I feel like he's trying to look like a, a squid, which makes sense. All right. Is it squids or octopuses that can detach their arms? I don't know. Um, or is it both? His octopuses, I think. Okay, maybe he's trying to look like an octopus. Because I'm pretty sure the way that they reproduce nope. has something to do with them taking <laughs> off a tentacle. No. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, no, I was just saying. Was just you rip, off, ten- you rip off your tentacle <laughs> and you present it to the female, and oh. that's how they. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. there's a little more. Well, I mean, there's more to okay. it than that. But like, you know what I mean? Okay. But yeah, they take off a tentacle. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's an important part. It's I, an important step. I know that you've you've told me that he's real, and I just talked extensively on how I want to make a video game about him. <laughs> but I'm looking at the pictures, and I still can't believe he's real. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now we get to the part where we get to talk about original superhero game premises. Yay, Aaron! <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, so I'm not very creative, so I'm I'm gonna go back to my teenage years again. You know, like when I daydreamed about having demonic powers, like Dante. <laughs> oh, what a time! <laughs> and Devil May Cry. Wasn't but this just like a month ago? A secret identity. <laughs> <laughs> the intrigue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And because I was in high school at the time, I think having a high school life would be fun to throw in. Um, Like, I love watching Spider-Man juggle his superhero life with his high school life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it would also be really fun to have romance options in your high school atmosphere. And you have to, like, hide your Okay, and it's even better because then if they're in their superhero form and they run into their love interest, it's really funny because they're, like, already being kind of, like, more... They're close. They're acting closer to this person already, mm. and they like actually try like call them by their actual name, and they have to correct themselves. And be like, I mean, random citizen. <laughs> I want this. To I am so there for that trope, and I need yes. it in video games. <laughs> and I think it would be fun to choose your so choose your romance option, and eventually build up your relationship enough that you're like, okay, I can tell them my secret identity, mm. and so one each- is destined to betray you. <laughs> So this has to be made by Bioware. That is the romance option I will pick because I know myself and if it's made by Bioware, they will make the one that is most appealing to me the one that betrays you. Thanks, Bioware. (laughs) Get Patrick Weeks to write this sucker. (laughs) You just look up which one was written by Patrick Weeks and you're like, well... I know that that person's gonna turn on me, but I gotta do it anyway. (laughs) But... It's just so tempting. I gotta do them anyway. Ha! <laughs> Unless they won't do you, and then they anyway. <laughs> So anyway, to finish off my super original <laughs> quote-unquote video game, <laughs> superhero game, um, so each romance option would have a, like a different set of skills that you could use to help you fight crime, kind of mm-hmm. like Peter Parker's nerdy tech friends. So I think that would be really fun yeah i think that'd be awesome mm-hmm. oh i want to play it that would be fun um i would just really like to see we've talked a bit about customization but i would really like to see a very personalized um approach to an existing superhero universe 
Meaning you take like the DC universe or the Marvel universe or even something like the boys, which I think could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but you create a situation that where you do have a little bit more of a saints row approach where you can create a character mm-hmm. basically from the ground up and just kind of stick them in there and stick them in there. And also um, I already mentioned it, but I would love to see the sort of uh, the sort of moral like choices and stuff that you kind of get in, in like a Bioware game because yeah. it would be fun if you could choose a villainous route or a hero route or something in between. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. The and anti-hero route. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the thing about the way that anti-heroes and anti-villains work in video games is that, uh, or not in video games, in the superhero genre, is that it's it's actually not unheard of for somebody to do a face heel turn or a heel face turn just on a dime, mm-hmm. like because of very specific scenarios. So I think there would be really fun possibilities there. Yeah. Just go flashbacks to the Dark Crystal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, I've already said several times, but I'll say it again. I want a superhero RPG. And I specifically want one that's like, I'd really like it if when you make choices, it kind of changes your powers. Ooh. Like, it'd be cool if your choices were changed based on, like, your powers were changed based on the choices that you made and based on your interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, the way I'm imagining it is that you've got, like, leeching abilities. And, like, the closer you get to another superhero, the more of your of their powers you kind of adopt. Mm-hmm. And it kind of changes your own powers and stuff. Ooh. And so, like, the kind of superhero you become in the end has to do with how you, like, got on with the other superheroes. And you could, you could become a villain. I would want you to be able to become a villain, too. Because mm-hmm. I'd want, like, full choice where you just, like, you're dropped in there. You get this like leeching power ability, you start picking up powers, and you start making choices, and you just got these diverging paths and just like can spread out all over. That would be really cool. That would be really fun. And I would want Bioware to make it because <laughs> obviously that's kind of what we're that's kind of what we've been talking about is how we want Bioware to make superhero games. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we just want Bioware to get its crap together and make superhero games. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I'm totally just gonna steal somebody else's idea, because I know this isn't mine, but I think it would be really fun as a video game, where, um, you follow a support group of people with very underwhelming powers. Like, (laughs) like, you know, like the kids in Sky High, where one can turn into a puddle, or the other, (laughs) one can glow in the dark, or one can turn into a hamster. Is this the, is this the thing that that I had that was like the girl who's got yeah, four who arms but she only has control over two of them <laughs> yeah. and the, the kid who can turn into any inanimate object yeah like those <laughs> sorts of things are like um I always think of the family guy uh episode where they get superpowers and Meg's powers that she can make her nails grow <laughs> like I want that but like have it be kind of heartwarming that would be and interesting. nice that they like find <laughs> self-worth even if their powers aren't like yeah. some grandiose thing will be interesting to try and explore a game where you have these really underwhelming powers that, that seem like they're gonna be completely useless 
but then they you end up being able to use them for certain situations. Yeah. And you manage to save the world anyway, <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah, exactly. Together, they're unstoppable. Basically. <laughs> basically, it's just the premise of Sky High, but a video game. Yay. Which I think it would be funner to follow adult characters, since mm-hmm. I wanted to be a support group, so they're all like in their late 20s to early 30s. Yeah. But I think it would also be fun to have a video game where you're following, like, a high school. Like, just make Sky High a video game. That would be fun. (laughs) Like, I've always wanted to play a video game. And... You've always wanted to play a video game? (laughs) Amy, why are you on this podcast if you haven't played a video game before? I mean, I've always wanted more War and Peace because, I don't know, I'm still obsessed. (laughs) Okay. You give me an angry boy with fire powers and you think I'm not going to get obsessed with them? Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of an angry boy with fire powers, oh. what not video game thing are you obsessed with right now, Aaron? <laughs> My Hero Academia. I, I love it. I know. Like, I, so I tend to... I try not to be one of those people that's like, oh, everyone loves it, so it must suck. But, like, I don't know. Anime, there are so many different kinds of anime, and I don't know how many people I trust in their opinions of anime. So, I don't know. It's always been on my list, but I finally got into it. And, you guys, the hype is accurate. It's so freaking good. Um, Yeah, I just love everything about it. I won't go too much into it because we've been going a long time. But my favorite character is probably Mr. Ayazawa or <laughs> Eraserhead because he's so cool. <laughs> he's like the Batman of the anime universe. Like he's intimidating because he can just like stop your power from working just by looking at you. And he's got like his weird rap things that he captures you with. And he's like a ninja. Just super cool. He's also and very depressed. He's very, <laughs> he's very depressed. He's like... A Garrett from Thief character, which I always love. So, yeah. <laughs> love this anime so much. And I also just got into Fresh Off the Boat, which is adorable and hilarious at the same yes. time. I love it. So good. <laughs> Beautiful. Elsa. Um, so, similarly to the first thing you were talking about, My Hero Academia, I also feel like I'm a little bit skeptical when it comes to anime Mm. just because I love anime but I don't always love the anime fandom and a lot of the time I see people getting really really excited about shows that um are just so not my thing Mm -hmm. but I I I had two people um who are really different recommend Dororo to me and I was intrigued because it's the, there's no crossover mm-hmm. when it comes to these two anime fans. <laughs> so I went ahead and I watched Dororo. Guys, Dororo is really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. It's based off of um, a manga from, I think, like 60s, 70s. And they have adapted it a lot. Like they've, cha- they've changed a lot and they have made it objectively a lot better. But it's really good. I haven't shut up about it much recently. Lainey's just nodding. Yeah, I haven't shown you about it. No, but I'm making eye contact with Jensen across the room and we're both nodding. We're both nodding. Yeah. But you guys should actually just watch it because it's really good. And um I I love it. That's all. You know what else you guys should be watching? 
the dark crystal, crystal age of resistance <laughs> <laughs> because jensen and i are slightly obsessed with this i yes. say slightly for jensen because i feel like yeah, she's not laney's full-on obsessed with it she's like she loves dark crystal age of resistance as much as i love stranger things which is a lot <laughs> it's the only thing i've ever cared about yeah that's how wow. i feel stranger things <laughs> truly i love it so much it's like it's like if Game of Thrones was done by Jim Henson and all the sex was replaced with dream fasting and uh, it's way better too. So it is Yeah, really I was going to say, good. it doesn't have all of the misogyny and dis- disappointing stuff that yeah. was in Game No, and it's all replaced with joy and goodness. And, and terrifying puppets. moments. And, and terrifying and, moments. And like there's still the occasional shocking or gross stuff. Apparently, uh, apparently... Skeksis have three beepuses? Oh, yeah, yeah they do. What the hell? This was it's not a... something you see. It's just something that's implied. It's just implied, implied in, yeah. in the most amazing moment. And, like, nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about this it's show. It's like no. some hell it's... comes to Frogtown level crap. <laughs> like, like it's so good. And it's my favorite thing that's ever happened ever. I love it so much. All the characters, like, immediately, I just liked all of them. And... I love the the writing and the music and the practical effects are just awesome. And I also love fantasy and it's great high fantasy sort of horror, like twisted up into each other. And it's like- But for of, children. It's like yeah. kind of for but children, there's also but also still kind like, of not. There's also still like the freaking peeper beetle. Yeah, that, that eats eyeballs. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a beetle that eats just eyeballs. Just like straight out of my nightmares. Oh. It's just there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Chamberlain is back and he's just as and by back i mean like he was already there because it's a prequel <laughs> but like <laughs> and he's just as terrifying and agra's there and our, like our, all our boys are there and we've got new gelfling characters and they're all freaking wonderful children i just want to take care of but like also i know i can't and because he... they're puppets and fictional <laughs> <laughs> and we happen to <laughs> yeah, okay. like relate a little too much to the three sister sister right. characters. They're three sisters, <laughs> and we relate to them because they're exactly they're like exactly. Us. This like isn't us. even like an embarrassing moment of the episode. This is like just an embarrassing fact of our lives. Like <laughs> it's not we... embarrassing for me. I'm Tavra. <sighs> I'm cool. Yeah, you <laughs> are. yeah, I'm I'm Brea. I'm the spoiled princess. <laughs> also, the main character. So fight me. Oh, Elsa goes evil. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, here's the deal. We've always kind of, like, we call ourselves Princess in another podcast, and we're still working on our custom art. Wait, Aren't I thought we? Lainey was doing it. Don't touch me. Who's doing it? I think you both are. Oh, okay. It's, it's one of you who can draw who's supposed to be doing this. Apparently, it's we didn't have these. It's Lainey. I lost my drawing ability. No, you didn't. It's gone. Um, in any case, so Lainey is supposed to be creating um, our character avatars, and we have kind of discussed what our princess archetypes are. And um, it's just, I'm a little bit offended and hurt by what the Dark Crystal has done. <laughs> because there are three princesses in this, that, and they're three sisters, and they resemble the three of us. And in age, too. Yeah, yeah. in birth order and age and everything, <laughs> and by the archetypes as well. And yeah. I am, I am upset. Yeah. 
and I am upset because it's completely accurate. And it just kept getting more accurate. Every time there would be a scene about these sisters, it would get closer to our actual reality. There's like, there's a scene where the youngest sister and the middle sister, i.e. Jensen and I, are talking and I'm complaining about Elsa and how horrible she is. And saying actual things that she has said about me. She's literally said those exact words for She's Word for word. Like, she's a big ice queen and I don't know how you stand her. (laughs) Yeah. And Jensen's just saying like, guys are really similar you're both really stubborn and I'm like well she's more stubborn and you guys have to understand like I have this complex that I am the one who is most likely to totally go dark side on us (laughs) and like I know that we joke all the time about you being a Bond villain but that's just because you're smart it's not because you're actually evil but like if anybody is gonna start walking around in like if anybody's gonna start walking around in black lace dresses with black lipstick on, you know, ordering Elizabethan collar, huge Elizabethan collar, just looking like the Disney evil queen that I am, it's gonna be me. I'm if this. I have a complex about this. Even growing up, people would tell me that like I was pretty asterisk like a Disney villain. This is a complex I have. Thank you, Celadon. And it's getting worse. Because the Dark Crystal. <laughs> Sadly, there is no Aaron analog. Closest yeah. we've found is the Vaprin woman who's running around the town square in like the finery, who's no! always just like. <laughs> because Aaron is obviously like. But her... she's not a princess, and yeah. Aaron's a princess. Aaron yeah. is the closest to the characters in it. She's Deet. But Deet isn't a princess. She's just there and she's just happy. Yeah. All the time. She's just happy to be there. But Aaron's not a dirt Deet. child like Deet. I'm a bug spring. Yes. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You need to watch the show. It's so good. Aaron hasn't watched it, so these are spoilers. I haven't we're even in it. That's seen the spoiler. The also, the ships. No, we're not talking Don't about Don't talk about the We're ships not right shipping. Now. We are not shipping any puppets. This is over. <laughs> I'm okay, okay. shipping the puppets. False. We are shipping the puppets, but we're not talking about this right now because we've already been going for 90 minutes. That's what I was trying to say. I was trying to say we're not going to be sitting here shipping puppets right now. We're moving on to our last question and then we're we're ending this. Okay. So, Erin, what are you going to play next? <laughs> All right. So, I'm looking forward to playing Madame Madan with you guys. Banana Madan? Banana Madan. It's bananas. Man of Madan, because it's five um, player co-op and yeah. And also, Bananas Madan. <laughs> another it's game. Bananas executed bananas. Like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I caused this. <laughs> another game <laughs> that I have been talking about maybe even longer than Control is Code Vein, which comes yes. out at the end of this month, and I'm so excited. Oh, so jealous. I want so, it. Yeah. It'll be a blast. So I I have to hurry through Control, but also that's not a problem because I'm devouring it anyway, so I should be ready for Code Vein. Um, so the games I'm looking forward to playing next are Man of Medan and Death Stranding, which I know is a few months away, but uh, I'm obsessed with it already. Apparently, you need to keep the baby calm, and the way that one of the ways you do that, the BB, sorry, not the baby, the BB, (laughs) you have to keep the BB calm. And one of the ways that you keep the BB calm is you're gonna be rocking your controller 
back to sleep. I'm obsessed with this. How are you not supposed to get attached to these adorable little You are. You obviously are. You obviously are. The idea that you're not supposed to is a I don't, lie. I don't know why Guillermo del Toro thinks I'm not going to get attached to them. He if thinks I'm you are. going to rock them. Guillermo like, like, del Toro. He thinks you are and he wants you to. It's, it's called reverse psychology. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro saying don't get attached to the BBs. Well, he's obviously also getting attached to the BBs and expecting you to as well. He's saying, don't get attached to the BBs, but his eyes are saying, get attached to him, get very attached to him, and weep. (laughs) Guillermo, my boy. I love Guillermo. Okay. Um, As far as what I'm actually going to play next, I have no idea, you guys. I'm looking at my game collection and I don't know what I want to play next. And it's really, really sad. Devil May Cry 5. It's so good. Maybe. You can borrow it from me. Else I have it. Yeah, but does she want you to borrow it? I don't know. <laughs> you can borrow it from me. I haven't, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to play through the Buddy Pals some more, but I've got other things on my plate right now, so I'll probably come back to it later. You know what you haven't beaten? What? Breath of the Wild. What? Yeah. Holy crap. Get on it. Mm. Come on, seriously. Mm. Sheesh. It's a fun game. I thought Zach yes. was the only one. <laughs> but I'm so bad at combat. Anyway, you though. You have to keep playing Elsa. at it. <laughs> so I don't know what I want to play next. I'm going to examine some of my options and keep thinking. I'm sure I'll figure it out in a day or two. Um, but what I'm looking forward to the most is Outer Worlds. Sadly, it doesn't come out for another month. But I've already put $5 down on it in, at GameStop. And I'm hoping that I have a job by then and can actually pay for it. Woo-hoo. So I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> Well, um, I'm probably going to keep playing Skyrim, and I'm hoping to finish New Dawn at some point in the nearby future, and I'm very excited to continue with Man of Medan. I just need to get my heart in check and understand that I'm probably going to lose some of these beautiful idiot potatoes that I've already grown attached to after, like, two hours, and... You need to get your big kid pants on. It's ridiculous! (laughs) Conrad is terrible. Yeah, he sucks. By, like, all, like, <laughs> rules of natural selection, I should be fine with him dying. But, like, I kind of relate to him and that he's a complete idiot, and I get it. Nice. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play more Banana Medan, and hopefully I'll, I'll beat it. <laughs> um, also, this month, <clears throat> August, it, no, sorry, last month, <laughs> last August, month. sorry, <laughs> It, we would have done it during my birth month, but we were gone. We were in California for most of that time. Yeah. So if anyway, it's Jensen's birth birth month, which means Jensen gets to pick games that we all have to play. Yes. And I have decided that Lainey shall be playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh. I changed my mind. What did you want, Vampire? Were you actually getting actually? I have to load new games either way onto my PlayStation, so I'll just figure it out. You're doing Shadow of the Tomb Raider because I think that you're going to be less scared of it and you're going to enjoy it more. I don't get scared by vampires. <laughs> They're not scary. We're all standing by this decision. Anyway, <laughs> for Aaron. Vampire is kind of, it's not scary, but it does have a creepy atmosphere. And I definitely had a couple of nights where I was playing it at, at Brit and Alex's when I had to stop because I was like, I'm getting too scared. I'm not going to be able to sleep. But I like the spoopers. <laughs> You'll play, you can play that whenever you want. You're playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider for my birthday. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Aaron, you are playing Kingdom Hearts. 
Oh no. Yes. <laughs> and you have first to one? Yeah. I've actually gotten to Tarzan's world. So I don't know if that changes. You've gotten further than Tarzan's... me. Yeah. I don't, know... I don't know if that changes anything. You have to continue. Uh, Are you still you still have Tarzan's game on there, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I you have know. to All right. So, you have to at least finish Tarzan's world. <laughs> Okay. But I'd prefer if you did more. Yeah. I don't want you to play the second one, though, because it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you should pick a different game. Okay, she's already kind of started it. You're not going to enjoy it if you've already started it. <laughs> should I rethink go, this? Go default. Just do Mass Effect. No, because she already played Dragon Age, and I was like... Oh. They're different games. Okay, fine. Okay, okay, fine. Put people. Okay. Like, it's Are you just... interested in playing Mass Effect? Yes. Then you will play Mass Effect. Yay. Aaron will play Mass Effect yeah. for my birthday month. And Paul, also, it's different because it's completely different in controls. Yeah, and it's really fun. All right, because Mass Effect is a shooter. Dragon Age is not. You could literally <laughs> fall asleep playing that yeah. game. You can't fall asleep playing Mass Effect no, you unless to you're try. talking to someone, and then you can. <laughs> I have. I, I fell asleep talking to Vigil at the very end of the game. Because he boring. <laughs> um. If he not sexy, why stay awake? <laughs> He can't be sexy. He's a shimmering ball of light. Um, Someone can make that sexy. What am I playing, Jensen? <laughs> I'm still trying to decide. Okay, vote between Aaron and Lainey. Prey or Shadow of Mordor? Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Okay, Elsa will play Shadow of Mordor. I will play Shadow of Mordor. Cool. Will Yay. you take the ring to Mordor? Is that my goal in the You game? have my sword. No, it's okay. not. And my I'm shield. Not gonna do that. You don't take the ring to Mordor. There's a DLC where you, you make the ring Guys, and then you use the ring in we Mordor. We were doing a bit. Oh. <laughs> okay, fine. Start over. Also, I think it's bow. Oh. Wait, yeah, you're right. There's no shield. Yes. No, 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 no. It's shield. You have my shield? No, no, you, have no my axe. you have my sword. No, no. You have my and shield. And my bow. And my axe. And my axe. Yeah, you have my shield. It's my sword and my, my bow, sword my axe. and my bunny bracelet. <laughs> no, you ruined oh, it with your reference. Oh, shield, my axe, and my bunny bracelet. This is Princess and another podcast. That ending I, is messy. I don't like it. I don't like this ending. Aaron, sign us out. You're the only one who ever does it well. Wait, I'm I'm looking this up. Okay, yeah, look it up. Find out what the real thing is. Yeah, have my sword, sword bow, and my bow, axe. Yeah, sword, and my axe. Sword, which is bow, funny when he says axe because he just shattered it on I the ring, axe. so it's like what? Axe? <laughs> <laughs> what axe, Gimli? Yeah, it was just sword bow and axe. Yeah. Thank okay. you. So, There's right. no shield. My You're bad. thinking of IT crowd with the shield because it's I think I think it's uh, you can have my shield and my axe staff. and my bunny bracelet. Uh. You have my staff, my axe, and my bunny bracelet, and whatever it is that I have. Okay, then I, I don't remember this. Episode <laughs> yeah, you don't. Well, this has been Princess in another podcast, and unfortunately, your princess is not in this podcast. She might be in the next one, so stay tuned.